Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Yesterday, of course, was a Tuckerless Tuesday. <laughs> Today, not on this show, I'm talking about on Fox, uh, a Tuckerless Tuesday, Tuckerless Wednesday now. And uh, welcome to the show. We've got much to talk about. Not only Tucker Carlson uh, being fired from Fox, not because he was doing a great job. Oh no, 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 no. I'll uh, I'll get into exactly why. And, and I and I uh, mentioned yesterday that uh, really this was all about January the sixth. This was all uh, th- what really precipitated it. What really made it into the snowball that became the boulder that became Tucker Carlson leaving was uh, Chuck Schumer just telling basically uh, Fox News get rid of that story about January the sixth, and they dutifully did so. And I believe that was a major point of contention uh, resulting in Friday's monologue, which everybody notices now. That everybody noticed that, that Tucker was firing a warning shot. Tucker was telling Fox, screw you, I'm going to do what I want to do. And uh, consequently being fired without uh, notice. And uh, now there's a lot of debate about whether or not he will be able to even speak during the next two years because he's under contract, which now... Eh, that's what the plan was. That's what the plan was. Remember what they did in 2020? Remember what they did in 20, uh, the midterms? Uh, silencing all of us, all conservative thought. Remember that? Remember not being able to talk about uh, you know, where the uh, COVID virus came from, not being able to talk about uh, whether there were questions about the 2020 election, which I believe was a fraudulent, fraudulent election. Why? Because I'm not stupid. Uh, then, the, then, of course, the midterms, we had the, the classified documents in Joe Biden's residences, in his office, in the Penn Biden's center but in the fall previously uh the fbi raided mar-a-lago for the same thing you see what i'm getting at here yeah they they successfully silenced conservative speech in 2020 the hunter biden laptop etc they successfully uh held down conservative speech and uh and major stories before the midterms and now what are they going to do in 2024 well they've got to start silencing opposition now and it looks like the biggest voice of that opposition just happened to be tucker carlson and in, uh, more importantly, not just about opinion, his journalistic endeavors and what they've been uncovering lately have got the media establishment, the government industrial complex terrified because they see what is coming to D.C. if and when Donald Trump becomes the next president. And that is the end of their cabal, the end of it all, the end of the gravy train, the end of the pipeline between big government, big pharma, big government, big tech, big government, big uh, war. I mean, I can go on and on and on. They see the writing on the wall. And they're going to do everything they can, and they have, by the way. This was just the latest trophy. This, I mean, getting Tucker Carlson off the air, this is a trophy. This is why AOC was so excited. Deplatforming works. Well, you know what used to work? Appealing to people, uh, creating a product that people wanted to watch, resonating with people, connecting with people. That meant you stay on television. That is how it has always been in this country, not in the Soviet Union. In the Soviet Union, if you 
connected with the people. If you told the truth, you were taken off the air. You were silenced. Congratulations. Welcome to the freaking Soviet Union. That's exactly what this is about. This is about trying to kill the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. This is about trying to kill the thing that made us that, and that would be the First Amendment backed by the Second Amendment. This is about take an, a takeover of the country. This is about silencing people. So you have to listen to the government. You have to accept what they say and everything that you say that counteracts that misinformation and disinformation. Do I need to spell it out anymore? I don't think I do. I think you get it. Are we going to sit here and take it? I don't think we are. No, we're not. Screw this. I mean, honestly, screw this. Say no. Make Fox News Bud Light. Do it. Screw it. There you go. Little rhyme. Do it. Screw it. So Fox News fired Tucker Carlson. Newsmax is doing a poll we'd like you to ask right away. Because you know a lot of people ask, hey, you know, should we, do we, should we get Tucker Carlson on board? Uh, you know, where do you think he should go? You want to hear Tucker Carlson? I think the American people are screaming, hell yeah, we want Tucker Carlson. But if you want to vote, if you want Tucker back on cable, just text the word PICK, P-I-C-K, to 39747. PICK to 39747. Takes just a couple seconds. Let your voice be heard. PICK to 39747. Newsmax survey, by the way. Newsmax being right now the only major player in broadcast media that is conservative. Uh-huh. I remember when uh, uh, the 2020 election happened that night, Fox News, everybody was watching Fox. They're thinking, oh, my God, uh, it, it looks like uh, because of all the votes and the tallies and the net that uh, Donald Trump is going to win. It was very obvious. And then all of a sudden, the vote counting stopped at the same time and restarted the next morning. Most of the votes going to Joe Biden. And uh, Fox News declared, you know, uh, Arizona, like in the early evening hours. And you said, uh, what is wrong here? And then the next day... When all talk about any possible uh, malfeasance uh, with the election was declared verboten, misinformation and disinformation, I mean, the next day, my social media shut down, my Facebook page disappeared before I could make a post. You could not say a thing about it. You couldn't say, oh, wow, there's something wrong going on here. And you guys, after seeing what happened on Fox, went over to Newsmax. And blew it up. Just, I mean, blew it up. My Saturday night ratings, at the time I'd been on the air, like it was five, six months maybe, doubled, more than doubled. I was getting primetime weekday ratings on a Saturday night show on Newsmax because people said, I get it. And then the things kind of, uh, you know, backed off. Tucker was still there. People still kind of hung on to Fox News. Maybe a little Hannity, maybe a little whatever. Maybe you like the five. I like Gutfeld. You know, and then, of course, Tucker Carlson. And then what happens here? Tucker Carlson goes bye-bye. He was at the top of his game. He had the highest ratings of his game. But he got some video from Kevin McCarthy. And on March the 6th, he did what he said he was going to do. He played the video on his Monday night show. And he dispelled some of the major narratives that were lies that have ended up putting people in jail. And that is that it was a violent insurrection, that the insurrectionists killed at least one police officer. That was proven to be untrue. That it was led by an insurrectionist named Jacob Chensley, who was a shaman. They called him the QAnon shaman. And he was in jail for over two years. 
And Tucker Carlson showed him being led around the uh, Capitol, you know, through open doors, getting selfies with police officers. And then he gets led into the Senate chamber where he goes up and he stands at the podium and he doesn't uh, cry for a new nation. He doesn't cry for the fall of America. He prays for the police officers. And he gets released from jail a few weeks later. And that's kind of weird, isn't it? Just gets released from jail. You can't talk about it anymore. He's out of jail. I haven't seen any major market interviews. I haven't seen any major players interviewing Jacob Chansley yet. Why not? Why not? But that's what this is all about. And I was sitting about that, thinking about this last night because, you know, listen, there are uh, channels that we watch. There are personalities that we watch. One of the things that I've always said in my broadcast career is connection is as important as content. Uh, everybody on the radio, generally, if you're listening to conservative talk, you're going to hear, hear a few different uh, stories. On the, but by and large, you're looking at the big stories of the day. That's what you're hitting every day. And what's the one thing that you listen for? Is it to listen to Rob Carson? Just uh, anybody talk about Tucker Carlson being fired? Or anybody talking about uh, Joe Biden running for president again? Or anybody talking about the uh, Intel letter signed by 51 uh, intelligence department experts uh, saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was misinformation, even though the FBI knew it was? Now, the reason why you listen to my show talking about those things is because I'm talking about it. There you go. And, and you might listen to uh, Chris Plant. Uh, Chris Plant is a friend of mine. You might listen to Chris Plant. You don't listen to Chris Plant because, oh, I know he's going to talk about Tucker today. You go, I want to hear what Chris has to say about it. And that's what you did with Tucker Carlson. And maybe you have a connection with other personalities on that uh, channel. Maybe you do. I like, like I said, I like Gutfeld, and mostly because he does what I do. He does informed opinion and uses humor as a, uh, as a tool to connect with you, to make you, uh, you know, maybe understand things in a different way. Or even, even as your gut is tied in knots every day by the insane, uh, infirmed man in the White House, at least when you get out of bed with that, that knot in your stomach, you can, you can listen to this show and maybe get a perspective and maybe give you an out like how could we fix this and be optimistic and then you throw some comedy on it and then you can just laugh at those morons how about that because i think that probably pisses them off more than anything i think you laughing at the left it makes them angrier than they can you can ever imagine it is a powerful weapon derision is a powerful weapon, particularly if it's well-educated, not like what they do on Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert is just a name-caller. Same way with Jimmy Kimmel, name-caller. I do comedy, I do satire that is based in fact. I always have when I wrote for Rush Limbaugh for over 20 years. First and foremost, rule of comedy. And I said this, it has to have truth in it, otherwise it's meaningless. Particularly this kind of comedy. Yes, there's comedy that's absurd. There's comedy that is buffoonery and all that. I understand that. But when it comes to this, current events, politics, you got to have a grain of truth in it. Otherwise, it's meaningless. And I'm thinking, you know, I like, I like uh, Gutfeld, and I kind of like Hannity, and, you know, I'm not going to, you know, and not, those people aren't at fault because Fox News fired Tucker Carlson. You know, they, those people aren't. And that's true. It's absolutely true. But at the core of it, is all of those people work for an entity that decided it was more valuable to fire and silence Tucker Carlson than to have him on the air because they wanted to appease Chuck Schumer, uh, by the way, Mitch McConnell, 
and other swamp dwellers, and they want to maintain the status quo, and they want to take away that connection you had with that man, Tucker Carlson. And I hate to tell you this, it ain't going to friggin' work. It's not going to work. He will find another way. In 2016, I was let go from a radio station. The only way you could broadcast uh, is on Facebook Live on your phone. That was it. Three months after being unemployed, I figured out how to set up stream keys, all of these things, and I figured out how to broadcast from a TV studio with a green screen and video clips that year. The rest of the industry caught up two years later during COVID. And the reason why I did it is because I wanted to show that there are alternatives. You don't have to sit in one radio station studio. And I'm not that it gets radio stations. You don't have to sit in a multi-million dollar TV set to impact people and reach people. Look, Dan Bongino's got his own. Everybody's got their own TV studio in the background now. And look at, look at how TV has changed. If you go to uh, live shots, they used to have to bring people in to New York. Like, if we want to interview whoever, you got to fly them into New York, send a limo, a town car to their hotel, bring them in. Now what you do? You go to Skype in their bedroom. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So Fox News, I, I say make Fox News Bud Light. I did it yesterday. Make, make Fox News Bud Light. Done. Sorry. No, not going to happen. Not going to happen. If you're going to fire someone... Even though they're doing, fulfilling all of the tenets of their contract, bringing in the biggest ratings you could ever imagine, and you fire them because the heavies in Washington, D.C. are breathing down your neck, then I'm done with your whole network. Again, if you want to uh, text Newsmax, we're doing a poll. Do you want to see Tucker back on TV? I have a funny feeling we're going to get some yeses on this. Just text the word PICK to 39747, 39747. Do that right away. Just takes seconds to vote. Now, coming up, uh, a, a Democrat who I'd vote for. Uh, not this election cycle, but possibly. And he was interviewed last night on Newsmax. What he had to say is pretty remarkable. And lots of new develops on Tucker Carlson's departure from Fox. This, my friends, is a Wednesday edition of The Rob Carson Show. His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't changed. It's the Rob Carson Show. So we heard the uh, announcement yesterday that Joe Biden was going to run, run for president. And he did a three-minute video. Uh, I'll play a little bit more of that in a second. But uh, there's a new ad out today for Joe Biden. Let me play that real quick for you. Joe Biden loves America yeah, he does. like a grandfather who loves his grandchildren. Yeah. Joe showers us with his affection, True. shares wacky stories. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. And loves taking naps. And with your support, Joe can continue being America's grandpa another four years, yeah. repairing our reputation abroad. Fixing our border crisis at yeah, home. Wow. Millions, millions of foreign nationals have streamed across into our country illegally. Cleaning oh. up our streets. A troubling rise in gun violence and homicide across the country. Fighting for America's middle class. The U.S. inflation has now hit a new four-decade high. This morning, the Labor Department reported prices in May surged 8.6%. Joe Biden for president. <laughs> Just like your grandpa. Yeah. But worse. Yeah, Much that... worse. <laughs> Well, it's uh, I, I like the slogan, uh, Joe Biden, it's morning in America, and I'm going back to bed. I thought that was a good one. 
Uh, that's about it, right? I mean, what's the reason to vote for Joe Biden? Is there a reason to vote to vote for Joe Biden? Joe Biden says, by the way, he wants to uh, he wants to finish the job. He wants to finish the job, and and the only job that I can think of, I mean, if you all encompassing, what is the job that he has done so far since he got into the presidency? Of all the things, the uh, getting rid of the southern border, allowing China to kill millions of people, and not uh, actually hold them accountable for creating a virus that we actually funded. Uh, let's see, record in inflation, war in Ukraine, hot war with Russia off the books, by the way. Uh, what else? Here? Oh, yeah, you have um, uh, unemployment, uh, the COVID crisis, the shutdown of America. Um, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, the lies about, uh, you know, all the banking deals and everything uh, and, and the corruption of uh, Joe Biden. What is he going to offer? What is, it, what is it he wants to finish? Well, I guess it all points to the absolute destruction of the country. And, and if that's the case, then he needs to go. But that's it. That's finishing the job. The job that he started is to destroy the country. If you look at every one of his policies, it's very clear. They spell he hates America. He wants to destroy America. You don't make us energy dependent again. You don't open our southern border. You don't allow China to destroy our economy and not hold them accountable. You don't start a war with Ukraine that has no end, uh, where we actually have put uh, troops on the ground. I mean, I can go on and on. It all spells out to me, wants to destroy the country. Spends money we don't have on green energy nonsense. Hires 87,000 IRS agents to go after people. Uh, it, it comes up with trillions of dollars of spending that destroy the economy. Raise inflation to a 40-year high. Increase mortgage rates so you can't buy a home anymore. I would destroy the country. I'd say that's pretty much it. And, and I would venture to say we might even be more than halfway there. Good news for Joe Biden. You're way ahead of schedule there, brother. Way ahead of schedule. Robert Kennedy Jr. was on with Greta Van Susteren last night, and I, I actually, the first time I got kicked off YouTube was because I posted a video by Robert Kennedy Jr. about COVID, and he was right about all of it. But he was, uh, he was a conspiracy nut. He was a vaccine denier. He was a misinformation specialist. But no, no, he was right. He's measured. He's well thought. He's actually, I think, one of the best Kennedys ever, to be quite honest. In fact, if not the best Kennedy, other than JFK. But here's JFK with Greta von Susteren talking about uh, why nobody trusts the media. And it starts with the government still shutting down all talk about his uncle's assassination. It's outrageous that they have not released that. The law requires required them to release it years ago. And they're still, you know, hiding documents about my uncle's assassination. And the question is, you know, who are they trying to protect? All the people who are around back there. That's a conspiracy theory. No, no, it's a fact. Are dead. They're still covering up. Who are they trying to protect? And why isn't the president coming clean with the American people? I mean, that is the the source of the polarization in this country and the misinformation, this blizzard of misinformation is because nobody trusts these the, the standard source of information, which is the government and the media. Thank you. We know they're lying to us. And so we look for other places for information, and then the government, if, if it disagrees with government policy, they say, oh, that's misinformation. Yeah, the Department of Disinformation and Misinformation. Remember that? Yeah, here's uh, Robert Kennedy talking about that. But why are people looking for it? Because we know the government is lying to us, and this was the most tremendous of, you know, in the, in the last hundred years. 
that was the event, my uncle's assassination, that put this country on this, you know, on this road toward the military-industrial complex and toward a government that just doesn't. There you go. Kind of a bad microphone, but he gets a point across. I've got some more coming up from him on why he wants to run for president, and I would say it's the most real thing I've heard from a Democrat candidate in a really long time. And if you're a Democrat and you're going to vote Democrat, I'd suggest you consider this guy or something else. This is the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, it's Carson for Gold Alliance. If you're concerned about how Washington's latest shenanigans may impact your financial future, this is an important message to hear because right now we have a stock market correction. We got high inflation. Fed rate hikes happening all the time. Some experts say a recession may sweep the nation, and folks who fail to prepare may face challenging times ahead, while gold owners may have a historic opportunity to grow richer. Now, if you'd like to learn a simple way you can diversify with gold before an economic downturn comes, if you'd like to put yourself on the road to financial peace of mind, the new 2023 Gold Guide from our friends at Gold Alliance can show you how. Here's what you got to do. Just go to www.freegoldguide.com slash Carson. Freegoldguide.com slash Carson. Or you can write down this number, 800-247-9236. 800-247-9236. Or again, go to freegoldguide.com slash Carson. FBI, DHS, IRS, CDC, HHS, all complete BS. It's the Rob Carson Show. I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American democracy with such disdain. Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. You know it's a lie. You've admitted it's a lie. So that is the uh, that's the moment that Fox News said, "Okay, we'll just kill the January the sixth video story on Tuesday and not explain it to the viewers." And people like me went, "Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! What's going on here?" To either either Tucker decided to drop it for some reason, or Fox News told him to shut up. And I would venture to say uh, the latter is uh, is more likely to be true. And then you've got a, a federal government that has literally been working with a disinformation network, blacklisting conservative news. All right, so basically creating a disinformation index foundation, publicly funded, which said to uh, advertising agencies and businesses, don't advertise on conservative media because um, they spread disinformation. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe Fox said, huh, well, you know, do we want the gravy train? Do we want the uh, money to continue or do we want to continue uh, this way? We can we can spew what the government wants or we can get rid of Tucker Carlson. That would mean all sorts of good stuff for us, because, look, uh, Chuck Schumer just put, put the heavy on us to shut up Tucker Carlson. You see what I mean? And then then Alan Dershowitz on Monday night on Newsmax said this. Well, what worries me most is that Chuck Schumer, one of the most powerful men in the United States, the majority leader of the United States Senate, put pressure on Fox to do what they did. And, you know, Fox, under the First Amendment, has the right to do anything it chooses. But I worry more and more. Well, you know, that's fine. They do. They have every right to do what uh, they want to do with their programming. That's that's absolutely right. And you have every right to say, uh, make Fox News Bud Light. I'm not going to watch it. As much as you may love the other personalities on the network, realize that 
I believe uh, Tucker Carlson was fired to shut him up. And I would uh, absolutely believe that's the next phase in this, right? They were able to create a disinformation bureau. They were able to go after us with the Stanford Virality Project. We were able to work with literally with uh, Twitter and Facebook, all the social media to call things misinformation and disinformation and take down your posts. They even, they even looked at your emails on Twitter. They even looked on your messages on Twitter. Elon Musk just unveiled that. And Fox News now has decided to get rid of the most powerful voice going into the 2024 election, uh, a voice for uh, truth, a voice for truth, a voice for someone who said, hey, man, you know, there was no damage inside the Capitol. They're saying it was the worst insurrection in the history of the country. Why was there no damage in the inside of the Capitol? Why were they able to open it a couple hours later? Why has anybody investigated, I don't know, the fact that nobody died that day who was a police officer, but two people did. One woman was shot. One woman was beaten to death. And they were part of the protest. Just ask a few questions. It's not good enough. You can't ask those questions going into election year. So if I can't get people to not advertise with you, here's a better idea. I'll just say, fire that person. Silence that person. Yeah, yeah. This is Rob Schmidt. Rob Schmidt last night on Newsmax did a killer Really beautifully crafted monologue. I'm going to play just a little bit of this. Put in a milk toast conservative host, claw back that lost 50 million in ad revenue from just that show alone, become more mainstream, more centrist, more digestible to permanent Washington, which controls this entire country, and Fox will be more profitable than ever. Oh, there you go. Without Tucker Carlson, oh. the Murdoch kids can buy even bigger yachts. Mm-hmm. And the only cost will be American free speech, freedom of thought, freedom of expression, as one of America's most important populists is effectively shunned. There you go. And it's about shutting down free speech. It's about shutting down popular speech. First Amendment's there to protect unpopular speech. Now, Tucker Carlson's speech is very popular with an audience, but very unpopular with Washington, D.C. Very unpopular with the swamp. Really, really, really unpopular. Kind of interesting. And here's uh, Seb Gorka last night on uh, the firing of uh, Tucker Carlson. Look, this, this isn't the fox of Roger Ailes. This isn't America First. It isn't MAGA. Yeah. They have sadly become the, the, the rhino establishment's cable outlet. With Paul a- Ryan is on the board of directors. Few patriots left, fewer and fewer every single day. And that's why Newsmax that believes in the truth and the you know, founding principles of this nation is more popular than ever. So I don't know about... Don't I don't know about you, Eric, but it's it's really quite sad and pathetic. It is uh, really sad and pathetic. Let's go to uh, Mark in Reisterstown, Maryland. Mark, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Thank you very much. First of all, let me say the first the first thirty four minutes of your program has have been the most compelling, informative, and entertaining thirty four minutes I've heard on radio in a long time. I texted Pick to three nine seven four seven and. Uh, I said I'd talk about a topic, and then I'll make my comments. So my topic was going to be when President of the United States Biden made his re-election video, I noticed he didn't mention Vice President Harris. <laughs> he's unelectable. But I just wanted to say this. 
Well, Thursday, May 5th, 2022, uh, I and a couple of veterans welcomed you into Baltimore and WCBM, and we thank you for being here. And I just want you to know, keep on keeping on, because you and your show are great. You're entertaining, and you are informative, and the song parodies by Gossett are a laugh riot. And I don't listen to anybody at this time except for you, because you're great. So keep on keeping on, because I love you. Hey, Mark, I appreciate it, bro, and I hope to make it back to uh, Baltimore to the glorious WCBM. And uh, if I do and when I do, uh, let's, uh, you know, grab a non-alcoholic beverage. You can have a beer. I'll just have a soda. But we'll talk. How's that sound? Absolutely. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, bro. Again, you're great. God bless you, bro. This is uh, Trish Regan last night uh, talking to Carl Higby. Uh, Trish Regan, I, I just I really enjoy her, uh, her uh, narrative. Here's what she had to say about the firing of Tucker Carlson. Why would you take your key star and, and throw him to the curb? I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I was just looking at the stock, which was down again today. It was down yesterday. I think that investors are a little concerned or a little bit nervous. And it's kind of funny because they were fine ahead mm -hmm. of the dominion settlement i mean they, they, you look at the stock price over the course of the last month before this news came and the company was doing just fine so i think there's a lot of concern that they may not be able to fill that void and yeah. don't forget i mean viewers they're, they're so upset i was scrolling through instagram today and it was like all these people were posting pictures and memories of tucker it was like it was like he had died i mean they were really that upset so clearly they uh, they fired Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson was doing the job that he was tasked at doing. He became the biggest cable news host in cable, in, in news right now. Tucker Carlson, a superstar, making $20 million approximately dollars per year. While Don Lemon was able to continue his pap forever with no ratings, while, while uh, 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 Chris uh, uh, Cuomo was able to do the same thing, uh, you know, we know that uh, uh, Matt Lauer was able to continue at NBC, even though he had a lock under his desk. He could lock women who was in the office and, and, um, and attack them. I mean, he could go on and on and on, but Tucker Carlson had to go. Tucker Carlson had to go. So what we need to do is make it more painful for Fox to fire Tucker Carlson than to uh, to retain him. Well, we need to make it more painful financially for Fox than it would have been otherwise. We need to say, eh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Let's go. Uh, this is Steve, uh, Steve Bannon. I love Steve Bannon. He's an extremist. No, no, no. Actually, he's a really reasonable guy. He's been painted as an extremist. Do I agree with everything he says? No, but I do think he's a very intelligent man, and there's a reason why he went from zero to 60 million viewers on, on media, which is a, by the way, a gigantic victory against the mainstream media in a home studio he probably built for a couple thousand dollars. But here is uh, Steve Bannon actually talking with Charlie Kirk about uh, Tucker's firing. I mean, the Wall Street Journal is owned by the Murdochs. It's kind of been leaking pieces of this in separate stories in the New York Times. Also, it, it, I mean, Tucker is under contract. I think he's the highest paid uh, by far person, not just at Fox, but in all uh, mainstream cable news. Um, and, uh, and he was negotiating. His agents and lawyers were negotiating an extension of his contract through 2029. When this happens, so put that up in there. Wow, that's, uh, wow. How many years is that? Six years? $20 million a year? $120 million? He was negotiating the extension of this massive contract. I think it's pretty clear, particularly the way they did it and, and, and showed no respect to him. They blew him out. But remember, the way these cable contracts are written as a personality, the last thing they want to allow you to do is go be, to go to a competitor. 
So the way mm-hmm. these contracts are, are written mm-hmm. is they can take you off air. Yep. They can essentially, essentially we parted ways. Yeah. So basically what they have decided to do is pay out the remainder of his contract, which would take him through the 2024 election and blow up the possibility of working there until 2029. So it was worth more to Fox to kill Tucker Carlson and make him go away before the 2024 election than to retain him. They had a very good relationship through 2029. They were negotiating this deal. Then Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer says, shut down this story. And Tucker Carlson realized, I have no editorial control here. And he shot back on Friday during the monologue and was summarily let go. Here's a little bit more from Mr. Benel. They're going to tell Tucker, we're going to enforce the contract. We're going to play you $20 million. But, you know, we'll, we'll, you, know you, you can go do what you want to do. Start a new network, start a new show, start a podcast. Because Tucker can do anything right now, obviously. Well, you can do that when the contract runs out, I don't know, sometime in 24 or 25. That's mm-hmm. what I think is going on. That's why I think they showed him no respect. And this is, I want to put anybody that tells me, if people would tell me all the time, oh, you're too harsh on Fox, Lachlan's actually a conservative. No, Lachlan is not a conservative. The Murdochs are foreigners. They think like foreigners. Mm-hmm. There's all about money and power. Yep. Lachlan Murdoch with his old man were the two guys that pulled the trigger on this, taking orders from his father. And what they're trying to do is suppress the platform and the voice of populist nationalism in our country. So what they're doing is uh, they they had planned a six-year contract with Tucker. He was doing the job they wanted. Tucker Carlson got this big story, got Kevin McCarthy to give him all this January the 6th video. He shared it on a Monday night. Chuck Schumer that day on the press and in the well of the Senate said, shut this damn story down. And they did. And then they realized, hey, hey, added benefit. Uh, we can keep Tucker off the air for another two years of his deal and then just forget about him after that. Did you hear that, Chuck? Well, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, that sounds pretty good, Fox. Why do you do that? Huh, Steve Bannon. But as long as they meet the terms of the contract and paying you, and my understanding is Tucker's uh, deal is not $10 million. That was his old deal. His new deal is $20 million per year. As long as they pay Tucker, and I think this contract, and what I'm told, runs a couple of years, They've taken him off. What the Murdochs have done is taken wow. the populist voice, the anti-Ukraine voice, the anti-uniparty voice, the really the, the, the platform in mainstream media and prime time, the only voice out there uh, of populist nationalism, right? It's like getting War Room and Charlie Kirk roll yep. up into one in yeah. one hour on a mainstream platform. Yeah. They've taken it off through the 2024 election, which, as I've said from day one, is what the Murdochs plan here is. Yeah, and uh, what do you suppose that Tucker Carlson being taken off Fox is worth dollar-wise to Joe Biden's campaign? Tens of millions and millions and millions of dollars, the Democrat, 20, $20 million, $40 million to shut Tucker Carlson up? Deal sold. Wow. Let's go to uh, Claude in Arbutus. Hello there, Claude. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Rob, the guy that was just talking to you, Mark, he does the Veterans Benefit Show in Baltimore, and he does a great job helping our, our veterans that are homeless and want to hurt yourself and all that. And I just want to give a shout-out to Mark. Mark's a great guy. But anyway, back to Tucker Carlson. This man is the smartest guy ever. And they wanted to shut, they were trying to shut down conservative radio. And TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially. And, you know, I think that maybe Trump can make this guy his running mate. <laughs> you know, I... I've- 
I, I thought, you know, I thought yes. I thought yes. Uh, I think Tucker Carlson would be bored out of his mind as a uh, as a government employee. Um, but uh, I do have some news um, from the New York Post about a possible running mate for Trump that would be the end of the race. The Democrat Party should just give up right now and make it into a six-year term for Trump and his new running mate. I'll get to that. But, Claude, thanks for the call, dude. I appreciate it. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. America is freedom's last hope, and we're going to fight for it. It's the Rob Carson Show. The freedom to express yourself is is the uh, the uh, bedrock uh, on which our country was built. It is. That's why so many people come from other countries, uh, you know, and homemade boats through shark-infested waters. That's why people tried to, uh, you know, escape East Germany using balloons, many people being shot. It's because uh, a life without freedom of expression is cheapened greatly. The inability to uh, to live your life's potential, to express what you feel, to manifest your own destiny. That is ungodly important. That's the reason why you no longer go out and crap in a shed out behind your house. You have indoor plumbing. You have uh, television. You have airplanes. You have the, uh, the Internet. I could go on and on because one country said, okay, let's go ahead and codify freedom of expression and let's back it up with being able to defend yourself, including against your government. How about that? And look what it did. Absolutely amazing. Oh, wait a minute. I think uh, Jim Gossett did something new for us here. It's a new song featuring Tucker Carlson. My name's Tucker Carlson, and you gotta know, I am going elsewhere and get a new show. To my former colleagues, I have a tip. Yes. Jump that sinking ship. Cause (laughs) stupid to fire me. Fox News is headed in the tank. Make it it's money life. in the bank. Tucker, what's number one? <laughs> Time slot, I always run. Fox News, you're gonna pay real soon. I have two words for Rupert Murdoch, what's and that? they are not thank you. <laughs> Look what Fox has become. Left wing and really dumb. Doesn't have a clue. Uh, not a clue. The Murdoch brothers do. Stupid, that is Fox News. Big time, they're gonna lose. They'll rue the day that they can me. Make it more expensive for Fox to do business. Don't pay attention to them. Don't watch them anymore. You know, late night, their their revenues have dropped dramatically by 400%. You know why? Because nobody's watching. That's the problem. Tucker Carlson's revenue steady or declining at times. You know why? Because they're being boycotted by uh, and, and the government actually using uh, agencies paid for by the government to stop advertisers from advertising with conservative media. You see what I got? Tucker Carlson was doing it right. He had the best ratings in television. The best ratings in television. But Chuck Schumer said, oh, well, too much with that truth stuff. I got to tell you, fire him or stop the story. That's what's running. That should be chilling for you beyond belief to know that the federal government can say, and, and, and how dare Chuck Schumer say, this story is a lie, saying that the, the video clips were cherry-picked. Do you know what was cherry-picked? The prosecution for the January 6th uh, uh, protesters, they cherry-picked. They cherry-picked, and they covered up the video that would exonerate the clients. How do you feel about being down with that? How do you feel about being down with that, Fox News? 
This is uh, the great Glenn Beck who used to work at Fox News. That tells you a very clear message. If a media outlet refuses to follow the government-approved narrative, they will be destroyed. Real questions will not be tolerated. This is exactly why I started Blaze TV. Yes. I know what Tucker is going through right now. My guess is they gave him an option. You know, you can you can do the show our way or your way. And he said, highway, please. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I am tired of the Biden crime family and Hillary Clinton and everybody else getting away with everything that they have done with zero accountability, zero scrutiny in the media. Make Fox accountable. Make Fox Bud Light. Uh, and by the way, also, do you want Tucker back on TV? Newsmax is doing a poll. I uh, Somebody mentioned earlier, say the numbers slower. I sometimes speak very quickly because my, my mouth actually can go as fast as my brain, which is terrifying. It's like a hamster on speed on a, on a treadmill. Uh, anyway, text the word PICK, P-I-C-K, to 39747. Okay? PICK. To 39747, takes a second or two to vote. You want Tucker back on cable TV? Huh, Newsmax is a cable station. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah. Pick to 39747. Let's take a break and come back. It's a Rob Carson show. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And as I like to say, by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Yeah! Welcome to it, guys. We have a uh, very full menu today. We have a very full menu. Uh, but you know what? I just got some ratings news. Um... You know, Tucker Carlson, uh, departure from Fox. Fox thinks they're going to be able to, uh, they think they're going to be able to uh, return to normal. It's kind of like the Republican Party wanting to get rid of Donald Trump. And I use this analogy seriously. Uh, it is kind of like the GOP candidates like Nikki Haley, people like Paul Ryan. They think that they're going to get the GOP back if they just malign, uh, distance themselves from Donald Trump doing whatever. Not going to work. The same way goes with the Fox News. Now, Fox News is not going to recover from this. Now, there are some shows that, that will recover. Last night, I was hanging out on the couch, you know, doing my usual, and I flipped over and watched a little Gutfeld, you know, just for bleeps and giggles. But I'm not, uh, you know, honestly, I'm not going to reward Fox News because I know what they did, and I know why they did it. 
And they did it to shut down Tucker Carlson. And the owners of the company know it. And they want to reap some of that sweet, sweet, sweet uh, swamp money out of Washington, D.C. from pharmaceutical companies and, and BlackRock and whatnot. And I'll, I'll get to that very shortly. And, and that's fine if they want to do it, if they, they want to do it. But that's what it really was all about. And if they think that Fox is going to, people are going to go back to Fox and say, okay, no big deal. Tucker is gone. No problem. If they think that they can just go back to business as usual, leaning towards the rhino end of the political spectrum and think they're going to get the ratings they had, which, by the way, their ratings for the last couple of years have been earth-shattering, right? I mean, kaboom, every week we look, Tucker's ratings destroys this, destroys that. It's a topic of conversation. And now, I mean, just terrible in the same way with uh, what they're trying to do the Republican Party. They're trying to say that we can go back to the same old, same old, that we need to talk about Social Security and we need to talk about this and that and the trade deficit and whatever. No, 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 no. It's going to be about uh, completely changing the government from the top down. That's going to be one of the biggest things that drive people to the polls is to blow up figuratively the swamp, pave it over, and start over again. All right, and if, and if you think Fox is going to be the same without Tucker, and people are going to come back without, it's not going to be the same. It is going to be different. And if people want to choose that different, boom, go for it. Go for the different. It's cool. It doesn't matter. But they're going to do it without Tucker Carlson. So there is uh, there is that. And then and like I said, the GOP, Donald Trump came in and he upset the apple cart for lack of a better cliche. He went to Washington, D.C. and became, and I said this as soon as he was in office in a few months, a few, maybe a year or two in, I said, this is the first president we've sent to Washington, D.C. who did what he said he was going to do. And we were like, what, what, what? You know, remember, remember when he, uh, he said, uh, I'm going I'm to put all sorts of Supreme Court justices on the Supreme Court so we can overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, every conservative since uh, Reagan has said, or even before that, into the you know after it passed in uh, in 1973, the uh, the Roe v. Wade decision came down. Every conservative that went to Washington D.C. said they were going to do something about Roe v. Wade, but they never did anything. And Donald Trump did it, and the left's heads exploded when they did. What else did he do? Well, every conservative and, and even Barack Obama said that we're going to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. And they paid lip service every single year. And Donald Trump went to Washington, D.C. And he said, boom, it's done. <clears throat> and what, what happened? He was called an anti-Semite. <laughs> it's, it's remarkable. So the thing is, <clears throat> people have had a taste of what freedom is about. People have had a taste of what government can do to make the country stronger. People have had a taste of a strong southern border, a strong job market, uh, minorities, the uh, lowest unemployment rate ever, women in the workplace participation, the highest ever. Uh, you know, like I said, no fentanyl coming through. We were uh, broadcasting strength to the rest of the world. China wasn't bleeping with us. North Korea wasn't bleeping with us. Nobody was bleeping with us. And uh, we were getting things done. So there you go. So two people, two, two figures changed two institutions, I believe, forever. Although Fox News won't be around as long as the United States, God willing. So there you go. There is that. There is, uh, there is that. And uh, I've got a lot of things I want to say on Tucker Carlson. Oh, I want to mention the big news, though, the big news. Now, this is, uh, uh, obviously, I work for Newsmax, excuse me. Obviously, I work for Newsmax. So uh, this is uh, not only uh, bragging about ratings, but also the uh, dynamic that's happening with regard to cable news when a trusted source loses your trust. 
that would be Fox News. What happens? People leave. Now, we saw a gigantic jump in numbers when Fox declared Arizona won for Joe Biden while all the other states were clearly showing that, that Donald Trump won. Uh, and then, of course, they stopped the voting. And we won't get into that. But Fox lost a lot of viewers. I know that because I saw my numbers go through the ceiling. And then uh, after that happened, everybody made it go away. You can't talk about election uh, interference. You can't say anything. Everything was cool. There's no uh, no malfeasance so far. The election is concerned. Never went to court. But you know what? That's fine. Cool. And so people said, all right, we'll, we'll go back. We'll watch Tucker. We'll kind of watch uh, the five. And we'll watch, uh, you know, uh, whatever. You know. We'll kind of you know, cling by our fingernails onto uh, Fox News while Tucker's there. And then uh, what is what does the big cheese, what does he do? Well, he clipped your fingernails and you fell from Fox. And uh, these are the latest ratings for Newsmax, the organization that I work for. Total audience. <clears throat> These are unheard of. 220% increase. Total audience. Fox News would kill for that. Uh, unfortunately, they lost that. Uh, they had lost at least half of their viewership. Uh, total women. Women! 270%. That's clearly because of me and my enormous... I don't know, attractiveness, I guess, ladies. You know, you know what I'm saying? I know, I'm not going to try and spell it out for you, but you know. You, you, you know. I know, I know. <clears throat> of course, yeah. No, not at all. Adults over 35 years old, uh, 261% increase. So adults uh, who want to take uh, news seriously and uh, don't want to be misled and lied to, uh, 261%. And then men, <clears throat> men overall up, 220%. So those are, those are, pretty, big, uh, those are big, pretty big numbers. And I think that what happened after 2020, people went and they nibbled on Newsmax, and we grew. We grew quite substantially. And then they kind of went back to Newsmax. And then they tried to get rid of uh, the powers that be in Congress, tried to get rid of OAN and Newsmax. And that did a face plant. And Newsmax came back. And when Newsmax came back, this happened. And then you get those numbers. And you get those numbers. This morning I was on uh, Chris uh, uh, Salcedo's show. Sorry, I was looking at my screen here. Uh, Chris Salcedo's show on the radio. And I said, uh, Chris, you know, the thing that people like about you and the, the, people, the thing that people like about uh, people like Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly's show last night was awesome. His interview with Donald Trump this week was amazing, is that they know you're not going to change your stripes. And the same went for Tucker. You knew it as well, right? That's why you watched him, because you knew what you were going to get. He was exposing things that nobody else was doing. And, and ultimately, they migrated to Tucker Carlson. And, and I used to think it was just about his writing. It was just about his presentation. But he was bringing things to the fore that are incredibly, incredibly important to all of us that everybody is uh, leaving behind. Um, I, I like to think that I do the same thing, although I'm not an investigative reporter. But I'm not giving up stories just because the mainstream media said, oh, that's behind us like the 2016 Russia collusion hoax that Hillary Clinton paid for. Uh, even with an FEC violation, she paid a fine for it. And I'm not going to give up the 2020 election and all the malfeasance, and I'm not going to give up January the 6th, where Tucker Carlson, on Monday, March 6th, showed us videotape that showed that a police officer had not been murdered by the Capitol protesters, and also that the guy who was supposed to be the ringleader for it all, Jacob Chansley, uh, was invited in 
you know, walked around, took selfies. There was no damage in there and all that. And then Rupert Murdoch couldn't handle it. And uh, Chuck Schumer screamed and shouted, take the story down. And they did so dutifully. And you and I sat there on Tuesday and went, what the hell's going on? They just made it go away. And you're thinking, oh, well, it's Tucker Carlson. No, it wasn't Tucker Carlson. It wasn't Tucker Carlson. I believe, and I, and I believe it'll be proven, that that was kind of the final straw. But there are other uh, dynamics to this as well. There are other dynamics to this as well. And things are going to get even more um, uh, desperate as we go along because uh, the Democrats are beginning to see what a bleep show Joe Biden is becoming. This week, Joe Biden announced that he was running for president again. I believe it was Tuesday he ran the commercial that he uh, voiced ahead of time and they produced. Might be AI for all I knew. Who the hell knows at this point? At least there's intelligence, even if it's artificial. And on that day, nobody said anything. No big names have endorsed him other than Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar. But no major uh, politicians, nobody in Washington, D.C., none of the major players, uh, nobody, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, nobody has said, I support Donald Trump. Oprah was, or not Donald Trump, but uh, Joe Biden, Oprah was asked, oh, you guys. No, Oprah, we want to know if you think he's doing a great job and you want to reelect him because he's announcing he's running and he's your president. Surely you want some more of this, Right? Right? So right now they're realizing they are up bleep creek with Joe Biden for a number of reasons. Here is uh, him struggling to read his teleprompter during their 2024 kickoff event. We look back years from now, we'll know whether we met this moment. You know, so you got to let me tell you something because that's so important. Because all of you, we will meet this moment because of you. Yeah, uh, that's your uh, that's your candidate there. So you can do a couple of things. You can uh, try to get rid of him. <clears throat> uh, you can uh, maybe let uh, you know the Congress go after his banking records, get him to politely step down. Maybe you can jump in with the 25th Amendment. Maybe there's a, there's a lot of things you can do. But the Democrat Party is kind of scrod right now. So they're going to get even more uh, wild-eyed and, and even more accusatory, and they're going to try to shut down everybody even more. But they realize the writing uh, is on the wall for Joe Biden and his candidacy. There's nobody excited about his candidacy. There's nobody wants him to finish the job because people don't want the job that he's doing to continue. That's what it really is all about. Now, I've got some more audio from Joe Biden yesterday, including uh, being led around by a little girl. I've got some uh, even worse news for Democrats. That is, uh, Kamala Harris tried to speak this week. So there's your life preserver going down with the the SS Titanic. And then I've got some great audio with regard to Tucker Carlson's departure, including Newsmax's own Carl Higby who kind of ties it all together and does a brilliant job. Here's a number if you want to chime in with your theories, you want to tell a joke, I don't even care, it's Friday, let's have some fun while we discuss the issues. 800-922-6680, that's 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. His pronouns are he and man. His adjectives are awesome and excellent. And his interjections are hell and yeah. It's the Rob Carson Show. So, to give you an idea where we are as a country, and this is just a microcosm, if you will, the Biden-Harris 2024 campaign, uh, they uh, they apparently went live, I guess, on uh, YouTube. They did a live screen on YouTube yesterday in a country of 330 million people. 
the Joe Biden and Kamala Harris kickoff and campaign call with grassroots supporters yesterday on YouTube. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? How many viewers do you suppose? Have you got the uh, the guy who had more votes than anybody in American presidential history, 81 million votes in 2021, the best midterms since JFK. What do you suppose? 20 million? 20 million people tuned in to YouTube to watch Joe Biden yesterday? But it's a little bit less. It just <clears throat> it's a little it's a little um little less. Go ahead. You got, okay, I see one and a half million. No, no, no. It's less than that. Over there in the corner. Yeah, go ahead. Uh no, one million. No, we're down a five hundred thousand over there. No, do I hear a little bit lower? Two hundred and no, a hundred thousand no, not a hundred. It's much lower than that. Fifty thousand people tuned in to see the president of the United States, the most popular president ever elected, and the most successful midterm Democrat since JFK. Gotta have at least twenty five thousand people. Oh no, no, it's much lower than that. You wanna know what it was? Eighteen hundred. That's less by far than I get when I go live. I know, I know, I know. Isn't that crazy? So nobody cares. The only people propping up Joe Biden are Joe Biden, Joe Biden's family, and some select swamp members. And who's ever pulling his strings. Now, what did Tucker Carlson do? With his, uh, he did a little two-minute video that I shared yesterday, and he put it up on Twitter. Twitter. And uh, Fox, they dropped their viewership from 3.3 to 1.8 million viewers. And yesterday, Tucker Carlson went on and did a, uh, t- a two-minute video. And uh, right now, as we last tracked, a little bit more than 1,800 views. Yeah, about 70 million more views than the 800. So there, and, then, and then there's this. This is more of a reason to be optimistic. At least about messaging, even if you're not a Donald Trump fan. You know, what? I'm just telling you the truth here. But Donald Trump has surged to 62% support in April among Republican primary voters. Ron DeSantis has 16%. And, and nothing against Ron DeSantis. Now, I like Ron DeSantis. I don't agree with everything. I don't know if I fully trust him, but he's doing what seems to be a good job in Florida. But clearly... Ron DeSantis is being overshadowed not by a candidate, but by a movement. That's what it is. It's a movement. It is a movement against all things woke, all of this deep state nonsense, all of this censorship, all of this massive spending and inflation, this open border, fentanyl deaths, COVID nonsense, not holding China responsible, war in Ukraine that we're fighting with Russia. I mean, I can go on and on. That's what Donald Trump is. And that's why he's leading 62 to 16. It's a movement. And even better news, yesterday Joe Biden got all sorts of confused. Yesterday he was talking to children, little bitty children. Now, we also found out yesterday that Joe Biden was reading from note cards, so he not only goes to selected reporters, literally the question is written out for him on the card. The, and, 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 and Corinne Jean-Pierre said, no, 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 it's, it's cool, he can't, it's cool, no, he doesn't read. It was the same thing. I'll get to that in a second. But here is the president yesterday talking with little bitty children. Anybody else have any questions? Yes, baby. What do you have? Oh. This is about his grandchildren, except for that bastard grandchild down in Arkansas. And the only reason I say that is because I was one, too. My name's Amelia, and um, where are you? Where She's a sweetie, by the way. Are you, um, grandsons or granddaughters? We're okay. Her name is Amelia. She wants to know where my granddaughters are. One grand. And do you mind if I sniff your hair? Daughter lives in, in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. 
One granddaughter lives in New York. We used to go visit my Aunt Blanche, and uh, she'd have this terrible candy on the uh, on the uh, end table, and it was that curly Q candy. It was really hard, and most of the time it had dust on it. And we had to listen to her talk like this. One granddaughter lives in Washington. One granddaughter lives in Wilmington, <laughs> Delaware. I go outside. And the other grandsons, uh, my, my grandson lives in California. You said they right there on that couch wrapped with plastic. I left somebody out, didn't I? Anyway. And then, and then the president, the little girl, told him that it was time for him to go into the, into the Oval Office because uh, they were trying to get him to stop talking. So the, I guess uh, somebody in charge said, hey, tell the little girl that Uncle Joe has to go back inside. Mr. President, I heard you have to get back to the Oval Office. What was that? Oh. I don't believe that's true. I'm waiting for the Easter Bunny to tell me where to go. Oh. Hi, how are you? Hi. You, what'd you say? I didn't hear you. I said you have to get back to the... I heard you had to get back to the Oval Office. Philadelphia will be... By the way, the one thing I thought when I got... There you go. So, uh, yeah, the little girl... The, and then and then this happened, apparently. Apparently, Joe Biden went over to a little wishing well, and this little girl was picking flowers off of it and ran into the last flower, and this is what happened. Now throw a kiss and say bye-bye. There's Joe. Oh, dear. Nothing left. What shall we throw in now? And then and then it was all over, and then they just kind of rushed everybody out and said, Okay, okay, Uncle Joe. I mean, the Mr. President is ready to go inside and make the business of the country happen. Because, you know, just like a fireman, old Uncle Joe has got a job, and his job just happens to be the President of the United States. So that's what happened yesterday. Coming up, I've got the audio of Karim Jean-Pierre saying that Joe Biden reading the questions and, and the reporters being ahead uh, uh, chosen ahead of time is completely normal, even though it's never happened before. So I've got that. And then, of course, your phone calls on this Friday, 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. You're on the go and need news now. No paywalls, no cable subscriptions. Just download the Newsmax app from your smartphone store. It's free. And watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere. Proud to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is. The number is 800-922-6680. Uh, so yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre, and, and this is, you know, honestly, uh, there's just a point where the gaslighting becomes so overwhelming and so stupid. You just, you know, she's not believed anymore. I mean, she's, 
Yesterday for her, after it was shown that Joe Biden literally has a card in front of him that has a picture of the reporter's name, the, the, the number one for the first reporter you go to, and then a script partially covered by his hand that is exactly what she read. First of all, you've got a reporter who says, okay, if I can ask a question, I'll only ask the question that the government wants. And that is a, uh, I mean, wow, welcome to the Soviet Union. That, that anyone would do this is not a journalist. I, I mean, if, if you're there to ask the, uh, the, the spokesperson or the president a question, uh, that's what you do. They do not get uh, 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 in any way fluffed and given a heads up. But that's where it's going because Joe Biden's, Joe Biden's brain is broken. It's very obvious. It's, 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 it's without a doubt now. And that we live in a country where the entire world can make fun of our president because he's mentally unfit. The entire world, comedy, commentary, everybody in the world knows Joe Biden's brain is disintegrating. It's not even debatable anymore. There's certainly more evidence than of global warming or climate change. And yet this woman, this uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, goes out like Baghdad Bob and says, oh, no, no, this is common. Every president has gotten the reporter to pick and the question to ask and then the response to give. So just to step back, and I'm actually glad you asked that question. Uh, clearly, I would let uh, uh, the, the reporter for uh, Los Angeles Times speak for herself. Uh, it is I haven't heard that yet. entirely normal for a president to be briefed on reporters who will be asking questions at a press conference and issues that we expect they might ask. You know, what's really amazing is if she said this is uh, this is all completely normal and yet she had a prepared written statement. So there's that. About. Uh, it is not surprising that yesterday uh, we would anticipate questions that he did receive, right, on the visit uh, with uh, with the South Korean president, as the South Korean president was sitting, standing to his to his right, or about 2024. That was. Uh, she sounds a little disheveled, doesn't she? Completely expected, or about the debt ceiling, uh, which he took questions at the end. And he said, "Yes, the debt ceiling needs a little coat of paint. Uh, otherwise, it looks like it's perfect. There's a water spot." on it out of questions at the end and of course we would note those issues to him uh, at, uh those is those issues uh to him will likely come up okay we don't believe you anymore we don't believe you anymore you could stand up there and just go derp 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 and we get more out of the press conference to be quite honest yeah let's go to christopher in catonsville maryland hello christopher how are you today hey how's it going good what's up man well, it struck me that America is, uh, is, is sick. It has a problem. Kind of like, uh, you know how the alcoholics say, you got to admit that, you're, that there's a problem and all that? <laughs> yes. Well, we suffer from voter dysphoria everywhere except for Alabama. Uh, they, we got every, uh, this pretending to vote thing, and they have voting. I, myself, and my 93-year-old mom and my dad will drag ourselves, and we will vote. Everybody else pretends. You can call it what you want. But that's the deal. And unless we uh, cure ourselves of this, then, you know, we'll just be going along like the alcoholics. You know, Christopher, it's, it's interesting because uh, in, in Arizona, you bring up voter dysphoria. Uh, I think that's a brilliant term, by the way. But I think there's more voter dysphoria in Arizona because uh, half the population, more than like 60 percent of the population. Uh, like, the um, you know, uh, what the, the Alamo for voting. Yes, uh, yes, yes, uh, in Texas. But anyway, uh, uh, voter dysphoria is when you believe your vote ma uh, matters. And in Arizona in the last election, it didn't. 
Right. Because sixty sixty five percent of the uh, the vote counters were were not working on and election the day. The voters, they're not you know, like they're the problem, and it's pretend voters ain't supposed to be there at all. I know, I know, Christopher. I, I think we're done. I think we're be done being played. How about you, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm hoping so. I mean, it's coming on in increments, and each one, I'm like, yay! But you know, it even is, Christopher. Know. I mean, I, I realize okay, we yeah. have issues. Uh, we realize we have issues with elections, and we have a, certainly have giant, giant uh, issues with billionaires buying elections and exactly. investing their but own money and buying to. elections. And it would be harder if everybody just voted. That, that well, I, vote is a bad thing, like it or not. It shouldn't be there, and nobody has to do it, you know, yeah. except for, I guess, those places where they make you do it, where that's all there is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christopher, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, uh, in places like Arizona, I don't trust the vote anymore. I just don't. I, I mean, it should be very obvious that, that Katie, uh, did, uh, Katie Hobbs did not win that election. I mean, it should be very obvious. He, she was a Secretary of State. She was in charge of the election. She was supposed to fix all the problems. She had two people. There were two people on the Maricopa board who were rhinos who literally started a pact to stop uh, 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 people like Carrie Lake, uh, election deniers, as it were. So it was clearly there were people there to go after Carrie Lake and defeat her, even in Maricopa County. And then, like I said, 65% of the machines didn't work on Election Day. It didn't happen anywhere else in the country. It didn't happen 65% in Orange County, California, 65% in Pottawatomie County, Iowa, where I'm from. It didn't. It just happened in Arizona. And, you know, you can't ask any questions. And Carrie Lake's insane, right? Carrie Lake is insane. She, you know, she clearly is nuts. She's off the rails. No, 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 no. She's, <laughs> she's actually pretty amazing. She's actually pretty amazing. And, uh, and she actually tells the truth, unlike uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Yesterday, uh, uh, Donald Trump did a terrific speech in New Hampshire. I'll play a little bit of it because I just thought it was fun. He's really on his game. Uh, and I wanted to juxtapose it with uh, Joe Biden not being able to read a teleprompter yesterday and having to have a six-year-old girl tell her, Hey, Ixnay on the Ockington, you've got to go be the prezi. Uh, but here is uh, Donald Trump being funny, making fun of Joe Biden's announcement and uh, creating a new nickname for Hillary Clinton. On Tuesday, Joe Biden officially announced that he will seek four more disastrous years. <laughs> As you know, I've done very well against crooked Hillary Clinton. But today I'm going to do this and uh -oh. I think this could be maybe the most important part of what I'm going to say because uh, this is going to be a major announcement. Are you ready? I love this. Go. Yes. Yes. Go. Give us. I will be retiring the name Crooked from Hillary Clinton no, no, and her moniker. No, no, no. And I'm going to give her a new name. What? I don't know, like maybe Lovely Hillary or Beautiful Hillary. No, no. no. But mm. I'm going to no retire amount of alcohol. What? the name Crooked so that we can use the name for Joe Biden because there you she'll go. be okay. known from now on as Crooked <laughs> Joe Biden. Oh, and this just caused the left's head to explode. And when, when Joe Biden couldn't even talk and a little girl had to tell him what to say and where to go and all that. And then Donald Trump comes on yesterday, knocks it out to ballpark again. Here's a little bit more from, uh, well, this is the most important thing. I think this is going to be a major thing. And it means a lot to uh, Americans in general, not just, uh, not just Republicans. I, I really do believe this. Even people like Bill Maher. I mean, I'm not, even people like Bill Maher and Russell Brand, they will be down with this. When I get back into the Oval Office, we will totally obliterate the deep state. We will... We will establish 
a Truth and Reconciliation Commission to declassify and publish all documents on deep state spying, censorship, and corruption. This is the uh, Nuremberg II that I'm talking about. By the way, they spied on my campaign. Oh, yeah. They got caught. Can you imagine if we, let's take Barack Hussein Obama, let's say we spied on his campaign, you got caught. What do you think would happen? Yeah, you think you'd be in just jail. Be some stories? In only a few newspapers, because most of them don't even want to write it. It would have been, they would have brought back the electric chair. That's yeah, they would have, absolutely. And uh, they involved themselves, the deep state involved themselves in 2016, collaborating with Hillary Clinton. 2020, they... <laughs> Tony Blinken, the now Secretary of State, literally went to Mike Morell and said, hey, man, this Hunter Biden uh, laptop is a real problem. Can you get 51 Democrats to sign a, a letter that says it's all Russian disinformation, even though we know the FBI knows it's real? And he said, okay. Tony Blinken, you know, and Mike Morrell did it, and he brought it back, and Joe Biden used it during a debate. Yeah, some people are going to have to pay for that because it was election interference. And then in the midterms, in the midterms, you had uh, the classified documents. You had a raid of Mar-a-Lago. They raided Mar-a-Lago. But they didn't do that to Joe Biden, even though Joe Biden had uh, classified documents from 20, 30, 40 years ago in his garage in the Penn Biden Center. He's got thousands at the University of Delaware. I can go on and on. I just think people are kind of done with the, uh, the double standard and, uh, and, the, uh, and the nonsense. And, and to add insult to inter- injury, not energy, uh, Kamala Harris, the backup, the bench, the, the Democrats' deep bench. Watch it with the words. It's B-E-N-C. This is Kamala Harris delivering a uh, a word salad for the ages this week. So I think it's very important, as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present. And to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past but the future. Okay. Last night I was on Chris Salcedo's show and I said she's moved from uh, word salad to word traffic circle you can't escape. She goes around in endless circles and you're looking for an out. You're just looking for a lane. I want to get off on this street. I want to get... But you can't. You can't. You're stuck and you've got to listen to this nonsense. So... I think it's very important, oh, it's just, as you have heard I'm from exit so here. many I, incredible leaders. I got my blinker on. I'm, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one. I'm going for it. To see the moment in time oh, in which we oh. exist and are present. Ah. And to be able to contextualize it. Oh, boy. To understand where we exist in the history. And, in and speaking of history, uh, she is a historical figure. She's the first uh, female vice president, the first uh, Indian-American vice president. Oh, you never hear that because it's not an afflicted group. Uh, first black uh, vice president, black female vice president. Man, if she was a lesbian, it would be out of, out of control. I mean, it would be over. But anyway, so she's all of those things. And even better, and maybe this is why Democrats are destroying the schools around the country and not educating children, because she is... Also, the first incredibly low IQ vice president we've ever had, which gives hope to not only the unintelligent, but the uneducated. So that's historical. You don't even need to be smart to be the vice president. It's time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. 
Every day it is time for us to do, do what we have been doing, and that go. time is every day. Yeah. You'd never know what you might get from a vice president. <laughs> if anything she says makes sense, it's a total accident. Word salad cannon. Oh. Word salad Significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. She butchers the English language every time she speaks to decipher what Kamala just said. It could take several weeks. Word salad Harris, he does that. It rhymes with embarrassment. Native American uh, translators from World War II. Yeah, there you go. But it's hopeful for stupid people. Stupid people, you still have the opportunity to possibly become the vice president of the United States. So in that way, she's, uh, she's quite historic. Write this down as you uh, celebrate, Democrats, all the reasons that you're going to lose in 2024. All right, so we're going to move on to uh, Tucker Carlson, why he was fired. Get your thoughts on it as well, 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. The swamp feasts while we're expected to dine on the crumbs. To those who strove to deter us from our responsibility, you have failed. Time to send those crumb suckers home. It's the Rob Carson Show. So... I think it's very important, as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present, and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but yeah. the future. You know where she exists in the uh, single ditches as far as IQ. This is the perfect comeback. I've been waiting to play this for a while. The perfect comeback for something like the vice president just said. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's actually, that used to be funny, but it, that's really spot on. <laughs> that really is. Literally, I think it was the Daily Caller did a comp- uh, they, they compared Veep, the, uh, the character that Julia Louis-Dreyfus plays with Kamala Harris, and it was perfect. She's not even a, a parody anymore. She, she is the parody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It just hit me. Uh, let's, go to John. <laughs> let's go to John in Catonsville. A lot of Catonsville callers today. Hello there, John. Welcome to the show. What's up? How are you? I did some research, and I found what? out who Kamala Harris's true father is and found out that he is a long-distant relative of Joe, Professor Erwin Corey. Erwin Cor- and, and who's that? I apologize. Uh, he was on Johnny Carson and Ed Sullivan all the time. He came out as professor's outfit with his hat 
hair everywhere. He would talk for five minutes and you had no idea. What okay, I, I know who you're talking about. I forgot the name. Uh, you know, I should know this because I use the name Carson on the radio. Thank you. Thank you very much, John, from Catonsville. I, uh, I appreciate your phone call. Ed, let's get us out of this break, shall we? Um, thanks. Okay, yeah, sure. There, the, Mr. Magoo, uh, female version also, you could throw that in there. Uh, what else could you throw in there? As far as, uh, what, the daughter from Married with Children? No, no, she's too smart. <laughs> Was it Kelly? I don't remember. Uh, so funny. Thanks for the call, John. It's, uh, wow. It's just, uh, it's frightening. It's frightening because these are, and I, and I said this uh, a long time ago, I said, uh, if you think the best and brightest uh, work in the federal government at the highest echelons of power, I mean, there are, don't get me wrong. But if you think they all are, uh, you know, you'd be sadly mistaken. Not a big surprise. Not a big surprise. Uh, I want to pivot, and, and I'm going to give you a little uh, nibble, a nibble of uh, what's coming up next with regard to um, uh, Tucker Carlson's departure. Last night on Newsmax, whose ratings have gone up 200%, uh, Judge uh, Anthony Napolitano, who used to work for Fox, talked about why. What has happened to Fox, unfortunately, was the demise and ultimately the death of Roger Ailes. I don't think any of this would be happening if Roger were still there. You and I. I both know what it's like to work for him. He wouldn't silence you, but he'd look you right in the eye and say, let me tell you the problem. Now, this is where I think it gets very fascinating. With what you said. Let me tell you how the other side is rejoicing at what you said. Let me tell you what you probably didn't think of. Yes. So he didn't slap your wrist. He educated you so that you'd be aware of the effect of your words. That's he did important. that to me many times. Guidance is important. Yeah, and, and many people got that. You got called into Roger's office, and you know, most of the time you were thrilled he had a minute to talk to the guy. But it's not Eric Bowling show. Times it was for those types of things, and it was never, don't say that anymore. But you're right, Judge. You'd say, you want to think about this angle, too, as well. I just think of why this has happened. And I'm going to go back to... About now, I'll tell you, as a uh, as somebody who um, is a talent, uh, although you know, many of you say, really, talent kind of strategy. But no, uh, it is nice to get guidance. It is nice to know some of the rules uh, because obviously you don't have complete freedom of speech when you work for another entity. If you work at Walmart, you have to wear a vest. That is not, uh, you know, that is if you don't want to wear the vest, you have to wear the vest. So that's uh, the uh, First Amendment um, uh, example that goes out the door when you're employed. The same goes when you're, you know, when you're employed by a broadcast company. But you can't just change the rules when you get too successful. And that's what apparently happened with Tucker Carlson. All right. More on this coming up in the uh, next hour. Uh, This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. If you don't know already, I am live noon to three Eastern Standard Time on talk radio stations across the country and the replay of every show is available everywhere you find podcasts. Make sure to check out my TV show on Newsmax called Rob Carson's What in the World? And above all, don't catch the stupid. Stupid. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com